This is uh, episode 11. Episode 11. Of the Very Green Room podcast. I am Ben Daniel. My co-host, Will Loden. Hello. Our guest this weekend, Rambo Too Funny. Yeah, come on. Darius, <laughs> middle name omitted. <laughs> <laughs> Out of respect. I appreciate that. Yeah. Where y'all get this table from, man? Oh, uh, my mom got this at an estate sale. Uh, oh, okay. she, she goes to different estate sales all, all around Houston. Uh, just, just looking for cute little treasures. And uh, okay. then we've got a fun... I don't know. She, all of my furniture is from my mom's house because she was like getting new shit. And so, uh, yeah, I was like, I'll take this. This is a nice big table. Makes me feel like a professional when I sit down and write here. They signed um, the Declaration of Independence on this one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. That lamp fucking yeah. me up. <laughs> oh, my old bank. Yeah, lamp yeah. from night court. Yeah. <laughs> 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 lamp scared in the moment, bro. <laughs> this is where I do my taxes. I'm just right. sitting over there with an old little little hat. Just like, ding, ding, ding. All right, yeah, cool. Bro. We got to deduct this mileage. Do have resting accountant face. Both of oh, yeah. my parents 100%. are accountants, man. Uh, <laughs> Damn, bro. Oh. That's a, that's a boring-ass parenting ah oh, no nah. it was they're, they're still from mississippi they still oh, you know okay, they still right. get so after it real. you know they're yeah real. yeah they're real. they yeah. still catch catfish with their hands yeah 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 and then well, <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, actually they they did the uh they did the accounting for a couple of catfish farms they <laughs> <laughs> so, that's you know. hilarious bro yeah yeah they, uh, they were just poor adjacent in mississippi yeah, well you know like, like they were the first two like my my granddad uh, on my mom's side, he worked in an overall factory, and then uh, yeah, no, my my yeah yeah, he worked at Hee Haw and Duda overall factory, and uh, he damn, was, that's the southernest sentence ever. Was making drawers, overall <laughs> yeah. Hee Haw overall factory. Yeah. Let's not skip past. I didn't that. know overalls were made in the factory. I didn't either. Yeah. Like, that I seems like a large amount of space together. for just yeah. overalls, bro. Like I thought that was just shit your wife sewed for you if you yeah, wanted to give up on fashion. Yeah. After after he bombed the shit out of the Germans, he came home and. I'm either goddamn it, I'm making overalls here in <laughs> Damn, Avery, Mississippi. That's and, crazy, uh, yeah, that's, what, that's 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 actually my dad's dad. My mom's dad fucking fought in Korea and then he he grew up on a farm in Shukalak, Mississippi, and decided farming was bullshit. So he went and fought Korean people and then got During his, the war or just in general? Ah, the answer's yeah. <laughs> Damn, <bro. laughs> hey man, my so my my granddad my granddad he picked he told me, he said he picked cotton for five cent a day, a nickel a day. God damn. I told my granddad, I said, hey, granddad, I would have had to call in. I would just <laughs> 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 this ain't going in there, bro. And they weighed the cotton and you got paid. By so the, you got yeah. five cent. It, it was weight, it was by the pound. Mm-hmm. So it would have maybe 50 pounds of cotton. Mm-hmm. And he said he would put it on the scale. And he said the white man would say, two pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so he pay him a nickel, and that's his pay for Son the day. Son of a bitch. Uh, so I just read a book by Sven Beckert called The uh, Empire of Cotton, and it really debunks a lot of the, the old Southern bullshit about yeah. like, oh, we treated them real good. Yeah. You nice to people. You know, yeah. if, 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 you know, you don't, you don't want to ruin your investment. It's like, no, like. Before there was Amazon making like delivery drivers piss and like cups, you yeah. know, for to like make their time and quota and shit, yeah. there was just old Southern dudes just yeah. like being real assholes and like figuring out the mechanics of like how much you could pick cotton, how fast and shit. Yeah. And yeah. like, yeah, so like, do you man. know where he works or no? No. Oh, no, no, no. I, I'm sorry. No, no he good. No, no, no. <laughs> he good. He good. I didn't know if that I, was uh, on purpose or not. No, I was like, uh, that was a little fucking, uh, we black people been stealing from the job. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you gonna only if you gonna if you gonna only pay me a nickel a day, I'm still something. <laughs> so hey, so the, you know the boss man, he not on the farm all day, right? Nah, you nah, know, nah. he gotta go to town and whatever. Yeah. Shit, granddaddy said he go to town, he would walk up to the house, you know, take him a couple bottles of stomp. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's stealing tools. <laughs> you know. He said, boss man come anybody seen my goddamn jackhammer. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. I ain't seen it. <laughs> nah, I uh I cause I, I would uh every every winter when I was staying in Memphis, they would always need more people to go work at FedEx, right? And they just work in f- Memphis, bro. I, I lived in Memphis for seven years. Oh damn, bro! Yeah, what part of Memphis you was in? I stayed in Midtown, uh, oh, but oh, I also okay. I also stayed out in Nutbush for a second, and uh, damn. and then uh, yeah, I never fucked around off airways, but you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> like, bro, R. you R. got young you got some culture, bro. Damn, yeah. bro, that's not. <laughs> He's yeah. remarkably well rounded. <laughs> yeah, bro, you get granddaddy fought in Korea. You lived in Memphis. Your mama them wrestled catfish for accounting. <laughs> that shit. Yeah, that's a hell of a track record, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. Well, you know, you bounce around the South enough because you're from Georgia, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, that's, that's Georgia's, uh, man, bro. The part, so a lot of people get confused when that because a lot of people only know Atlanta. Yeah. And so, like, uh, Atlanta don't claim where I'm from, like where me and my brother from. So we go to Atlanta, they consider us country. Yeah. But Atlanta is country as shit, too. Do you go anywhere where they don't consider you country? Man. (laughs) (laughs) From my understanding of what the word country means. Man, so, like, it's crazy you ask me that because, um, you know, over here we're so used to uh, a certain way of way people. We know we got country people. We know we got northern people. I went to South Africa, and... I forgot that our lingo isn't the same as their lingo. Uh, yeah. So the tour guy on the safari, he was like, hey, today, guys, we're going to go see the Lions. I'm like, hey, man, you the GOAT, bro. You look, you the GOAT for that. Like, we're going to see some Lions. You the GOAT. Hey, man, today we're going to see the Elephants. I'm like, oh, we're going to see Elephants, man. You the GOAT, bro. Like, for real. Like, can't nobody mess with you. Like, you a legendary. Today we're going to go see some hippos. Oh, oh, I ain't never seen the hippo up close, bro. You the GOAT. So he asked my dad, he was like, hey, why does Darius keep calling me a goat? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, dude. And my Uh, dad was like, no, uh, no, he wasn't insulting you. (laughs) He was saying you the greatest of all time. Now you got to explain acronyms to somebody. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) bro. Dude, idioms idioms are a thing. Just like like the way we communicate and shit. Dude, I did comedy in Germany and fucking ate a dick because no one knew (laughs) what I was talking about. You know, like I'm over here just like, bullshit and talk about being from the south they're like yes we do not understand your 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 comedic stylings very very well yeah. uh yeah no I, I i've said this before but i dated a, a a german girl for like two years and uh she would come to memphis every once in a while and she's like phil i do not mean to sound racist but you speak very good black and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> very good black that's hilarious man. like nah it's just southern country shit you know yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. yeah. it's hilarious man like man like being in, being when I was in South Africa, man, like it was, it was definitely an experience. Like we fed, uh, it was seven of us went, my family, yeah. seven people ate a five course meal for two hundred dollars. Oh shit, that's awesome. Yeah, so like the cost of living over there, like 
crazy. Cheat, you yeah. know? And then they and then they rob you over there. Like we had to go take COVID tests, right? Yeah. COVID tests, one hundred and twenty dollars a person, mm-hmm. cash, like because they know, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, you got to do it. <laughs> yeah, the dollar versus the rand, and the dollar versus you know certain mm-hmm. currencies in different countries is like a hundred dollars. They can survive all six months. Mm-hmm. Shit, a hundred dollars. I'm gonna let my last six seconds. Yeah. Depending on the woman I pick. Yeah. Yeah. I come from the poker world where a hundred dollars is just one bad decision in the string of the four bad decisions you made to lose a thousand dollars that yeah. day. Like it's I see people yeah. Jesus, dude. You, it's crazy, bro. Like I I never really been into like cars and shit. Was so I didn't know I like I always used to watch the shit on like ESPN. Yeah. Uh, when they used to have like the glasses on and shit, what does what does that mean? When they have the glasses on, it's like, mostly so. you just won't want people to see your eyes and where your attention is focused, where your Be- pupils dilate. Also, like how you visually react. Like if you're waiting for a card and it comes out, like your eyes are gonna react a little bit, even if it's just a tiny acknowledgement and just mm. having those shades over to just darken and distract. And a lot of players wear headphones because poker players are annoying as fuck to listen to. It's not <laughs> really an advantage. It's just you don't want to hear the people next to you talking because it's always never interesting. Gotcha. Like the worst kind of people become gamblers for a living. <laughs> yeah, there's no good people who end up in poker. Damn, bro. You yeah. don't. You, you're, you're not a family man first. You're horrifically <laughs> broken at best if you make it into our industry. So you can't have like there's no married men with like a white picket fence family in their playing. Yeah, poker. but they got dead hookers in the basement, man. Like, it's <laughs> oh, like, oh, you damage like, damage if you choose to do this shit every day. Oh uh, hell, nah, bro. It's. Yeah. Well, when I wear sunglasses in the club, they say I'm ghetto. You know what I'm saying? They say I'm country, but I'll be wearing it while y'all playing poker, so I was just trying to figure. Yeah, it's just one of those things, and especially, like, poker players don't know what looks cool. So it's just them trying their very, very best. Like, with their little hoodies and sunglasses. Are they the glasses that, like, when they go outside, they turn? I've seen people with them. Yeah, they got the transition lenses. They go from, like, light to dark and shit. I know somebody who wears the sunglasses that go light to dark and have an MP3 player, like, built into the head. Oh, bro. It's like, you're doing too much at this point. Trying to look like a cyborg. Yeah, That's a lot, bro. So you do poker and comedy. Yeah, I'm five days a week at this poker room, bro. It's... It's just too much money to walk away from when you don't have a college degree. Yeah. Like, I wait. If I told you what I made dealing cards to people, you'd be like, that's retarded. That's crazy, It's bro. hard for me to not have a $500 day. Damn. Nice. And I don't work more than five or six hours. Damn. I work two or three days a week, five or six hours. And the rest of the time, I just fuck around and do comedy. And it's... I would be way better off if I actually had a work ethic. Damn, bro. <laughs> That's wow. I, I, I don't even make a lot of money for people in my industry. Yeah. For real? Yeah. Like, shit, $500 a day for six hours. Shit, bro. I'm yeah, gonna, but I mean, I got like a $250 a day weed habit, so it's not really like all take <laughs> <laughs> It's not like all take home pay, bro. Like I'm burning through an ounce every other day. So Damn, there's, bro. There's expenses to be in me. No, <laughs> just fucked up, bro. I'm sorry. I know you have a child and shit. <laughs> no, man. Like, I'm just trying to, you know, wrap my head around the yeah, the, the, man, the mathematics of being Ben Daniel. Uh, right. <laughs> well, like I had to replace like 19 other drug addictions with just weed. Oh, like okay. that weed is propping up a lot of other things that I can't do. Like yeah. I miss heroin. Do you know how much weed it takes to take off a heroin craving? <laughs> 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 Fucking hey, all of it, bro. bro. And I will. I was going to tell you, man. Like. Like, no homo, man, but you mean more to me than you think you do. Like, I lived through you a lot because I had an uncle that battled addiction 
right? So when he passed away um, last year, but not from not from drugs, he just had early Alzheimer's and you know, shit. yeah, was fighting in the nursing home and shit like that. But <laughs> he was winning too. Right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, they said uncles in there dropping bitches, bro. <laughs> that's, what that's what he's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, watch the left, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, fuck, I've been knocking niggas out since the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck me, bro. He thought he was going to go to the nursing home and just be all the cripple. Nah. <laughs> uncle still got the uppercut, bro. So my mama told me, she was like, yeah, your uncle got to a fight in the nursing home. I'm like, well, we, leave. As long as we, we know he won no matter who it was. You know? So, nah, but um, my uncle, man, like, Shit funny, man. So my grandparents passed away, and he moved in their house, right? Yeah. And so whenever you have somebody battling addiction that moves in a in an estate where there's very nice shit, yeah. I mean, he, of course they gonna shit like, starts, yeah. yeah, right. So he got a bunch of money, right? When my grandparents passed away, ran through that, right? So now we gotta sell some shit off. So my mom gets a, a call from the police department saying, "Hey, your brother out here." Selling uh, your parents' stuff because they were pretty well known. It's small town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So we, you know, hopping in the car, we head now. And so, man, I promise the guy, like when when I pulled up and seen what what he was doing, all the air left my body. I could not breathe. I was laughing so hard. His man had put on one of my granddaddy's suit coats, no undershirt, <laughs> some Bermuda shorts, some Air Force Ones, but like no shoestring. Like the tongue was out, and he was standing on the back of. <laughs> And you know, when you got people on drugs, they, they get like a different type of strength. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay. <laughs> so yeah. he's so right. I'm good. thinking like, okay, he moved, he, he got regular shit outside of the yard sale, right? Yeah, yeah. Nah. Unk was, my unk had moved the fireplace out that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> is that the chimney, bitch? <laughs> It was like, bro, the refrigerator, bro, this bitch had the water heater, everything, all the, the heaviest house shit, he, that shit was out there in the yard, bro. Bro, he scooted the front porch to the road, bro. So we pull up, he's he's actively selling the refrigerator, Yeah. right? Yeah. And um, the shit was funny because he had a whole sales pitch. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, he's yeah, worked out. He's worked out. Yeah, so spiel. he had like sticky notes. On the, they weren't sticky notes. He was like old lottery tickets and shit. That <laughs> <laughs> he had wrote the prices of shit on. And he taped it on the um, shit. So on the items, he, he was like, yeah. <laughs> so he was like, he just telling one dude. He was like, yeah, this is whirlpool, as you can see. <laughs> and just. <laughs> Just in case you didn't recognize the steel is stainless. <laughs> Why am I hearing about this on the podcast and not on a fucking stage? So listen, man, you gotta, you gotta let me finish, bro. Yeah, so Jesus so Christ, he, he get it. So understand the food is still inside the refrigerator. <laughs> so it's two different prices for food and without food. Though. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you just want to go refrigerator. <laughs> but what's gonna mess you up is what's gonna mess you up is with food was cheaper than without food. <laughs> so he said, "You take the refrigerator and the food with you. You know, I know you. 
Because I don't want all the goddamn food. I ain't here to eat. I'm here to buy dope. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't hungry. I'm, I want to get high. <laughs> so, so if he had if he had kept the food, it was gonna cost more because that was more of a hassle. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I gotta sell the food. That made complete sense to me when you started right, saying you know it. So I was like, 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 he ain't gonna wanna fuck around yeah, with all that food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then like, and you couldn't like you couldn't just peek in there at the food because the refrigerator was outside, it was unplugged. And you know, if you pull the door yeah, open, yeah. you like the, you mess. Oh, I've been through it. a yeah, couple yeah. hurricanes. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So he was opening and closing the door real fast. So it was like, what kind of food was in there over there? So, so I'd show you, as you can see, we got everything you want in there. We got cheeseburgers, <laughs> hamburger meat, catfish, you know. He yeah. was so the police come, and I don't know if y'all ever seen a, a drug addict. You know, get arrested, but for some reason, they, Time can, or two. Um, they can they can never get that handcuff on one arm. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> every drug addict, keep at least one arm free. They have mastered that shit <laughs> forever. It's, like, a, it's a rotation. Yeah, like, and he just like, kept spinning away from the <laughs> other cup, and the cop trying to be patient, right? He was like, "Hey, you know, just needs to corroborate. You know, stuff. give me your hand." No, no, okay, but one more thing. Fuck family. I don't fuck with family. I don't fuck with family. So, mind you, Unc was the one of the number one running backs in his high school. Like yeah. he was one of the old school running yeah. back that had like legendary story and shit, right? Yeah. So he still has that stoutness. He still has that that yeah. base to him. So cops trying to fight with him. I mean, like if you ain't just poor decision. Yeah, <laughs> he high and he got country strength. Like yeah. you, that's you know that's yeah. a different type of fight. You know. Yeah. So um. Just walking for, through for punches. For some reason, for some reason though, I don't care how strong you are, like that taser always get a motherfucking mind right, bro. <laughs> yeah. So they realized they were gonna lose the fight, so they end up tasing my uncle and his whole conversation changed. Like he went from like, fuck y'all, y'all got me for ain't nobody carrying me to jail to Hey man, where I know you from? <laughs> your, your son played football at Washington County. <laughs> yeah, I remember that name. Yeah, I remember him, man. Yeah, I remember your mama worked at the bank. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's right. Her name was Andrew. Mm-hmm, yeah, I know her exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go catch me in. I need to go get some rest anyway. <laughs> so my mama was like, she like. Hey, Craig, we were coming. Nah, fuck family. I don't fuck with family. <laughs> Bro, uh, that, that was the dynamic that, you know, that my yeah. uncle had. So, like, when I, when I, like, witness you coming out of your thing and thriving, and when you post your updates, like, how, how well you doing, and the last time you popped the pill, I'm like, man... That's, that's live as fuck, bro. Fuck yeah, man. I appreciate oh, yeah. that, man. There we go. Yeah. Like, for real, like, there's yeah. a voice in my head every time I do that saying, like, you can shut the fuck up about your sobriety now. Like, yeah, people get yeah. it. They would like you to stop. Nah. It's nah. always that I fight that when yeah. I post that shit. Because it's very look at me. Mm-hmm. But I really am not a look at me person. Yeah. yeah. It's just more like, hey, it's still going on yeah. for the people who care, for the people who, like, yeah, I'm like still people here. like me, like I got me, I got friends, you know. Yeah. You never know who's inspired by your your shit, right? I'm yeah. learning that, and it yeah. keeps me a little bit more yeah, humble man. about the whole thing. Yeah, um, man. You were there for probably, in my head, I consider it the most important night of my comedy career was yeah. the night after my dad died yeah, at Phil and yeah, Because yeah. I decided, like, that's just a bit I'm doing one time. Yeah. You was either in the room for that moment or you wasn't. And right. it's just like you was a part of that. Yeah. 
And it's just like now there's 18 people in the world who know what I can do. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, One man. day when I circle back to that, maybe it'll be a different story. But that night was just like, okay, you can do this for real. I remember me and Ben first started working together, me, him, and Jesse Payton. And I will always anticipate that uh, dollar sweet tea joke. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because, man, I will always go in there and get that cup and get everything but sweet tea yeah. inside <laughs> that cup, bro. Like, just, the suicides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, like, just hitting them all up or whatever. I think the first time me and you worked together was out in Dukes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you, had, you had those nice nice new boots on. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that night. Yeah, that was, that's that's a wild spot. I that, don't know if you've been recently, but. The last time I did Dukes <laughs> was uh, when the Astros won the ACLS. And, like, I got there and, uh, I, like, they were like, hey, we're going to push the show back. I go, fuck yeah, we're going to push the show back. Everyone here is drunk. And if the Astros lose, we should just not do the show. All right, all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. like, if they win, then they'll be fine. But, right. yeah, no, that, that, that I had, I've had people come walk on stage up there. Like, yeah, that, that, that's, a that's, uh, yeah that's a rowdy yeah. spot. So my question to y'all is, like, you know, we, I mean, I feel like, comedy in Houston is moving into into a different space now like it's getting a, it's a, a different light is shining like even when I travel everybody talks about come wanting to do comedy in Houston yeah like, oh, oh shit it's All way right. more who books down there how can I get on a show yeah. than it used to be people care a lot more about our mm-hmm. things than they used to in my time here yeah. Oh, yeah so what do y'all think of just make it pop to where it's like okay Houston is the LA like we need to go on the road and beat the shit out of some cities. We need to send like shows of our best and be loud about it and fucking go into hyenas in Dallas. Fucking get five hitters in there. Just murderers. So, yeah, uh, I started doing comedy in Memphis and then I moved to Houston uh, right before COVID. You're going to make it, bro. You started in Memphis. You're going to make yeah, it, bro. Yeah, no, I, it's. Dude, well, well, Houston and Memphis are, are actually pretty similar, uh, not, not to size or, or, or scale, but. I think Houston's a super fucking diverse city. So mm-hmm. if you if you do comedy here, you're going to do some dog shit shows and 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 it'll it'll make you stronger in the long run if you can get through it. And then like it's it's hard to do comedy in Houston. Like, you know, like there are there are nine different ways you know, like like you can you can go do stuff down at the secret group with all the cool little hit like like all the all 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 the, all the hit people, and then you can go down right off of Scott Street, and then like like you know like like in a real rough bar, mm. you know you can go out to Dukes, and now you're dealing with a bunch of rednecks. You mm. literally learn how to work America within a sixty mile radius. And like it's you just get an address too. You could be walking into a hookah bar show on the southwest side yeah. and not have any idea until five minutes before. You have to have <laughs> every tool in your arsenal. Yeah. yeah. So 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 we're we're really really sharp. Uh, we um, and and then and that that makes us better when we when we leave the nest a lot of yeah. the time. And like like Memphis was the same way. Uh, also, there's a cooler city quote unquote like three hours away from us when everyone's mm. like man austin's popping and i'm like well mm. let the austin comics come to houston and try to fucking work houston and then you nah. see a lot of their their little hip flowers die yeah. uh under the withering gaze of people who are just here to laugh and not listen to your precious art yeah. i can um, say you said something about like us being sharp yeah. and uh like oh i went to, i was in la uh, hmm. earlier in the year and it's crazy you say that because it's so true. Like yeah. I got to I got to LA 
and I got on stage and I'm like, what the fuck going on? And the crowd just, ah, yeah, like yeah. it's Chocolate Sundays and Laugh Factory. Yep. Then I'm like, oh shit! Like I, I, I was a little thrown off because I'm used to working for laughs. Like, yeah. yeah, no, it's, it, it feels <laughs> like you're taking off the training gloves sometimes yeah. when you go like, cause I, I went up to Austin and I did uh, the secret show after I did really well on Kill Tony and it's like 300 people and I'm used to fucking pulling the goddamn laughter out of these yeah. frowns yeah. And, and arms crossed <laughs> and everyone was there ready to look for it and you're like. Oh shit! Bop, 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 bop. Dude, they're yeah. laughing during my setups. This is awesome. Yeah, so great. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. and so yeah. No, I feel that one hundred percent. But then you got you got some rooms in LA that are actually kind of reckless, like Hollywood Improv. Kevin Hart and Chris Rock got booed in there, right? What? Yeah, Hollywood Improv on an open mic night. So their open mic night is are very similar to like an Apollo style type deal. So, yeah, and it's D Ray's room, so. D-Ray's crowd is a little hood, like mm -hmm. sophisticated hood type mm -hmm. yeah. crowd. So they got money, but they still come have that background. So you got to go in there. You got to you got to work them. You know, I seen a dude within like the first minute got booed. They booed him his whole set. Like, <laughs> damn. Like, like that crowd, D-Ray's crowd mm -hmm. is so like comedy savvy. They they know about the light. They were like, "Hey, give him the light. Where's yeah. the light at? Yeah. Hey, light." And then he, he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do one." But they were like, "Nah." Nah. The nah. crowd was like, "Nah." I'm like, "Ooh." Nah. Then they, they, they were like, "Your next coming coming to the stage all the way from Houston, Texas. Give it up for Rambo too funny." Uh, Damn, I gotta go up after this motherfucker. Boo like a motherfucker like shit. So, I, I go in there. You know, I'm like. You know, I got that mindset like fuck everybody. So I'm I'm gonna do me. I mm -hmm. gotta get this shit up off me, you know. So like oh. that's that's how that end up um turning out. But yeah, we we go on the road. Only places I would say that we would still have to really like work for laughs if we go to like Detroit, Detroit, uh yep. Chicago, Atlanta, and um Louisiana. Huntsville, Alabama was really hard for me. I did the fucking Stardome. Stardome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like. I was supposed to just do a guest spot there, and then they were like, "Hey, the host didn't come." And like, I was like, "All right, cool." And it's got that weird stadium seating, and then you have to like be like, "Hey, fill out a comic card and uh, do all this stuff," and then like try to get everyone to laugh. And like, yeah, no, I a bad set where people are teeth sucking at you will fuck you up for a little while, you know? Like, like it's it's. It's interesting. You gotta you gotta kind of be like a baseball pitcher. Like if you get shelled one day, you go, all right, fucking get that out of your goddamn head right, and, right. and and clear it for the next day. I bombed my my one of my worst bombs. I was doing the uh, I was doing the comedy contest. The uh, the one Stephen Padilla does. Last yeah. town's funniest. Last town's funniest. I was in the the shit was first round. Actually, it was at Christian's tailgate. Yeah. Down right right down right right around the corner. Yeah. And I go in there, and then, like, my first time on stage was at, uh, fuck, what, what was his, uh, he had a room that had really good wings. But anyway, <laughs> I, I did, I go in there, I do, like, four minutes, four minutes, I was, I thought I did good, you know, I got laughs and shit, I got bumped all the way back and everything, still got some good laughs. laughs. Getting Christians for the, uh, comedy contest, and I do, I'm doing a joke about a white girl twerking. Yeah. And I hit the mic on my, on my, on my leg. And the batteries fall out on the stage. So I'm like, hey, Mike, help, Mike, help. Somebody else on the crowd. 
Let's put the batteries back in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm up there putting batteries back in the mic. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm mumbling in the uh, mic and shit. Because I'm new to comedy. It's like my second time on stage. So I'm like, yeah, yeah and uh, the white girls. We white girls crazy, man. <laughs> white girls got ass. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I learned a lot about the politics of comedy contests at that time. Like, it's all about who you bring. Yep. Because people are sitting there and hold their laugh in because they person ain't went yet. And so they want they don't want to laugh too hard at your shit. So they mm-hmm. you say some funny shit in a <laughs> Can I tell you something sincerely? Cause I'm still yeah. salty about this. I did um Katie Vibes on Monday. Bro, I brought 13 people. I still had jokes that bombed completely with zero laughs. Motherfucker, if I brought you at least courtesy laugh for me, you see yeah. me dying on the stage and call yourself my friend, you just gonna be like, damn, I hate to see it, bro. Like, fuck it. They stop, they stop claiming you and shit. Yeah, yeah like, you nah. came with him. Nah, I was just passing through, actually. Like, right. People telling me they voted for me, but not with eye contact. Like, <laughs> I don't believe you because I finished sixth and I brought all of you, and yet somehow, like, fuck, yeah, dude. Bro. It was like bottom five for me. Uh, it was only easy. one round. It was the second round. I had advanced from the first round, but it was like the semifinals. Because everybody knows you need three rounds to win $500 in a comedy contest. It needs to take eight months. That's, that's how you run those things. It's proper. Yeah. I mean, you got it. That's, you know, you're collecting bread at that point. You know, mm-hmm. like, our, I mean, comedy contest for me, I mean, if, I'm, if, I'm, if you're going to $500 is the prize, then fuck that. I'm going to just go work shows, right? Right. I remember when they used to do the Pepsi comedy contest the Budweiser contest the Bud Light you know those those were the comedy sh- contests that really elevated people to the next level yeah and they're not doing those anymore right and it's just like these local comedy contests it don't it ain't really no I mean yeah the- Houston bougie as fuck too like you could say like a comedy show they be like who if it's yeah. just local people like, <laughs> yeah. Nah, bro. I haven't, yeah yeah no well that is, yeah, because th- this isn't a comedy town. Like, uh, no. I, I would, I would say, like, it's not really a comedy town. But that's what kind of what makes us a lot better. Because you like, you sit there and you go, like, fucking Bill Hicks started here, and like a lot of like people started in Houston, and then they had to like move. I think with the rise of the internet, we don't have to do that mm. as much. But yeah, no, Houston's not built for comedy. It's super spread out. Like, if people go to the improv, they're like, I drove out all the way from here from fucking Katy, yeah, and yeah. like, you know. Yeah, we got what? Uh, three comedy clubs here? Four? Yeah. Yeah. It depends on your definition. I mean, there's improv, secret group. So you got Speakeasy. Speak. Yeah. You got Comedy Lounge. Haven't uh, been there yet. Comedy Lounge. It's a um It's a different room, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I'm gonna put that one off for a while. Yeah, Thank it's you. A, it's a it's on the north side. They got Mike Michael Collier there this weekend, so they starting to book, you know, yeah. national touring talent. And um the setup is different, the stage setup is different, and the crowd is different because that side of town is kinda trying to break the ice to a comedy club. Yeah. Like they got a whole comedy club on the north side, and nobody really knows about it. Yeah. And, and, you know, the owner of the comedy club is from Chicago, right? So Mm-hmm. It's kind of he's you know trying to get his you know feet Wet. feet running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think if we like okay Atlanta has Star six, Bar yeah fucking six yeah, seven they, comedy yeah. clubs um, shit even South Carolina has comedy clubs mm-hmm. you got uh, shit Iowa I ain't shit in Iowa but Iowa has a funny bone 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, it's just we need more comedy clubs. One hundred percent. We too way too big <laughs> to have four comedy clubs. Bro. Right. And two of them are like kind of small scale. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know how to like fix that. Like, like the fact that Austin has more comedy yeah. clubs than Houston Most people is in Houston wild. Only know the improv. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, and it's, the improv don't really like go local most of the time. No, no, no. They always do national tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause they got. I mean, that that space there in it's so big. You, you next you to Dave Busters. You next to all that high end uh, shit. Like movie. you gotta make your money back. You know, yeah. if I'm gonna open up, I'm gonna cut the lights on. I gotta make sure we can recoup. One hundred percent. I get it, but like we need like. I'm gonna say we need at least three more comedy clubs because there's so many areas that's, that are underserved. Yeah, like yeah. there's not that. really anything on the south side. Nothing on the south uh, side. No. Nothing on the west side. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richmond, Katy, Fulcher, like yeah. you get one over there, you smack one over there, in like Town Lakes or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Dude, when I tell you, we get routinely 120 people on the freeway in Katy into our poker room on a yeah. weekday night. Yeah, there's people with entertainment money out there. There's people mm. with loads of money. You could get 40, 50 people to a comedy show. Yeah. Yeah. To to get it to like the Laugh Factory level, uh, improv level though, like the the marketing and the documentation uh, and the like, the social media presence would have to be very aggressive. Yep. Really aggressive. If you have you and you were only like for the first year, you were only you could only book like people with millions of followers. Or like a national tour. Have you have you opened for any uh, TikTokers or in, or Instagrammers oh, or man. Twitch oh, stars man, and shit like oh, that? Oh man, bro! Yeah. So that those are the best shows because yeah. it's the pre-show when we're doing the lineup. Yeah, it's always who's who's going first. It's always like who's going last, huh. and then you get that. Well, I mean. I'm funny on the internet, you know. Yeah, I got yeah. the internet locked down, but hey, I'm really getting just started on the social media shit. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go first. Yep. Boom, I go first. I rip. Yep. I, I can't nobody follow that. Right, right, right. You know, I don't well, ever want to go behind you. Like, fuck that shit. Dude, dude the, the, the TikTok, the TikTok, and uh, and and <laughs> I, I opened for some people who Twitch streamed once in fucking Jackson, Tennessee, where it was like, they were like, all right, we want a comedian. And then... And then these these guys are gonna play fucking Halo or some shit in the comedy club, and I was like, I was like, all right, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, like, they they, they sold out, they sold out fucking five shows, so you know, you want me to go up and do my thing, and then everyone goes, all right, that was the comedian, shut the fuck up, we want to watch these guys play video games or like Call of Duty or whatever, and just yeah, yeah call people gay, and Damn. then like you know, like uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, no, this is fucking. I think like so, um, social, and that's that's the it's it's such a long range, a gap between social media comedians and stand up comedians yeah. because we we write to deliver in front of a crowd, they write to deliver in front of a screen, right? Yep. They deliver into an algorithm, so it's totally different. They do have one advantage on us that's pretty significant on stage is that when they talk, they don't expect to hear laughter back. Mm. It doesn't throw them because they're used to delivering all their material to silence back. Right, right, right. So they don't even necessarily like feel the sting of missing Can't a joke like we do. On stage. Oh, they do. They do when Rambo goes up before them and they hear this, bah, bah, and then they come up and they're like, so you all know me from fucking making pizza yeah. uh, on the internet. Yeah, and then yeah. like, yeah. 
I do love that when you see a new person trying to do stand up comedy and they've clearly written in their set where it's like hold for laughter and then yeah, they'll yeah, just yeah, like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like they're just sitting there like so fucking, yeah. L A is habitual for this shit right here, which I think is kind of disrespectful mm-hmm. to the craft. Oh. If it's not an open mic, man, I'm gonna do a couple of these jokes I wrote on my phone. Yeah. Oh, I mean I wrote them, <laughs> so shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's super. Yeah, so the other, I'm like, man, come on, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, you all you're off the phone, bro. Right, right. I mean, and then if we're going to use laughter as a form of medicine, then a lot of that has to be organic. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? A lot of times when we up on stage and we, at, we us as stand-up comedians, we have that eye, we have that ear to catch. We, we can, boom, go off something that happened in the crowd. Right. Like. If you see a motherfucker walking to their seat with five drinks, you can be like, damn, everything got right at home. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, man, bro, like, you, you hope you ain't got to blow on that thing when you get back in your car, you know, because you're going to. She's not yeah. that ugly, bro. Like, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But Instagram comedian, they going to they gonna miss that. Why are you drinking so much, fella? <laughs> yeah. Is one of those for me? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I've opened up, I've, I've done shows with dudes with millions of followers, bro. And I've watched them struggling on stage. And a lot of times they, they partner the Instagram and TikTokers with a veteran comedian. Yeah. That way the, sh- the show still has some. That way people leave show. happy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I've seen, like, when the Instagram people get on stage, I've seen people get up and walk out. They walk, they walk crowds all the time. Yeah. And you hear the crowd. The crowd is so honest. They're like, man, just stick to Instagram. Yeah. Just stick to YouTube. It's so hard to hear. You stick to TikTok. Right. Yeah. Somebody, if somebody had you say, hey, man, Rambo, man, just stick to Amazon, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I got yeah. My mama told me I was going to make it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's. Like everybody at my job keeps telling me to quit my day job, and I'm not sure if it's because they like my comedy or just want me to leave. <laughs> yeah, I think like, I feel like uh, on top of another comedy club, Houston needs like a uh, like a Tyler Perry Studios, like a fucking. Massive there is band. an industry lack that severely lacks in Houston, just like like for like acting and like like commercial ads and shit, mm-hmm. just so people can make money just strictly in entertainment. Because I think a lot of Houston comics, like I think ninety percent of us, if if we're not doing crew, if we're not counting the cruise ship guys who are like I love, yeah, all of us work some sort of manual labor yeah. job where like yeah, it's like like bro like. I, I know for man, I know for shit sure Jim Atler ain't recording them commercials in Houston. They gotta be getting recorded in LA. Yeah. It's well, so it's too clean. Austin. Austin, Austin. Austin has a bunch of the the movie stuff in Texas. So there are a bunch they of They shoot a lot yeah. of pornos in Austin too. They do for tax purposes. So uh and Did then you know that bro? Yeah. I did not. I'm learning a lot. In this yeah, so like a lot of a lot 20% of twenty percent of porn is shot in Austin. Yeah, yeah. The Austin, well, that's an Miami, for moving. and cause like they're all moving out of LA because they're getting taxed out of there. A bunch of OnlyFans chicks live in Houston because of the low property taxes and yeah. everything. And, like, yeah. So, like, there are I a bunch of cam girls. It's a, high new, beach on, it's a yeah. new beach on Lake Travis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Bart, Barton Springs. Yeah. Barton was, Springs. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, bro. Like, yeah, no, I've I've been going there since I was, like, 16. Like, yeah, I, bro, I took the Greyhound bus beach. there one time. They were yeah, like, dog. This was this was when we were still using MapQuest, and it's like, oh, hey, yeah. you, can, you can see some titties. You know? Yeah, <laughs> man, like, what? Uh. Yeah, bro. So like, I think it's like, uh, it's a need for like a big ass like 
this recording studio. It's too much land out here. It's too much real estate for us not to have one, right? Right. Like they got in LA, they got TikTok houses. <laughs> yeah. Abandoned yeah. houses where they just go into TikTok at, bro. Like mm-hmm. we need like a, a recording studio to where we can do like a Dave Chappelle sketch type show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of warehouse space over in the East End and shit. Uh, yeah, no, that that would be really, really nice. I know because uh, a lot of the commercial stuff that you do here is for oil companies. So like, like, like Houston is still a fucking. Is, I just got hit dot com. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know, like uh, <laughs> it's, it's what you step got. Step on Rich Williams is one eight hundred law balls. No. One eight hundred law balls. One eight hundred law balls. Yeah, like. You know, like, I don't know if y'all know him or not, but Choco, T.O. Choco, they call me Choco on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. all right. I watched him record a t- Twisted T commercial right in front of me off, his, off of an iPhone. That's wild. That's yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, and uh, he just chopped it up and edited it. And, like, Twisted T is like, yeah, appreciate it. He yeah. gets a check for it. God damn, that's wild. Yeah. Well, because I've noticed on the TikTok stuff, like, yeah, no, there are people who, like, I saw who started out with, like, where they were doing drag, basically, and they're like, Southern Mama, or like, I don't know, that was another guy, or like, mm. you know, like, my uncle, or like, whatever, and now they're like, do you feel sad? Betterhelp.com. And you're yeah. just like, all, all right. right, you know, like, yeah. You need to download the Space Card app. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. like, it's like, I seen one dude the other day, he was doing a Pepsi commercial. I ain't seen nobody drunk a Pepsi in so long. Bro, I had one yesterday by accident in Austin because they didn't have no Coke products at the show. Yeah. I was like, can I get a um, sweet tea? They're like, no, we just got unsweet. I'm like, can I get a Coke? And she's like, no, you can have a Pepsi. And I'm like, well, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, bro, this like, isn't like, good. Like, okay, yeah, my blood pressure high. Give me a Pepsi. But, like, I didn't even know they still <laughs> manufacture Pepsi, bro. Yeah. The only time I see Pepsi is on the Super Bowl when everyone says yeah, that their bro. halftime show sucked, yeah. or or they loved it, or there was some sort of controversy. And, yeah. Yeah. The con- the 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 opportunity for content in Houston though is so, yeah. it's so like expansive. Like we can do so much here because we got the country. Yeah, L.A. You got just concrete. This is a concrete jungle. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, same for <coughs> New York and Atlanta. Yeah, you know it's. We get we 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 can lean into that, you know, the, yeah. the country part of you know Houston, but you also go right here downtown mm-hmm. and shoot some urban like yeah city shit. Yeah, or you can pretend to be a cowboy off of Lions Avenue where everything's still falling apart, but like it's got yeah. the old yeah yeah. But I think what's happening is since LA is infiltrating, everybody is trying to like be like a Houston version of LA. Yeah. And we're not uh-huh. really bringing LA into Houston, like we come. They're coming here, and we're adapting their lifestyle. Yeah, it's just. Our, our, I don't know our, if y'all can feel that, like that I energy. Get, yeah, it's weird because all of the LA comics I've seen here come here and do like secret group. It hasn't gone well. They take shit. Yeah, you were there that night. Uh, that girl came, the Dukes, and she came yeah. from LA, and she was yeah. from. She was Umble. from. She was from Humble, but she moved to LA after her, like, her breast every, developed. Yeah, she was like, uh, "What's up, guys? Everybody here is like looks like Walmartians. Bunch of Walmart shoppers here. Ill, <laughs> dude. We were and sitting over in the corner, like, fuck is this? Uh-huh. Crowd, <laughs> one lady in the crowd was like, "Bitch, you're from here.'" Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh-huh. I was like, "Hey, man, she better be careful before she get her head." Like, still, she forgot. Like, it's Texas. Like, it's yeah. come and take it. Like, who yeah, the fuck yeah. you talking to? <laughs> like, 
Like, he was like that. And I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Like, L.A. comes here and they kind of like, oh, Houston local peasants. Yeah. yeah. We're just here because your taxes are cheaper. Well, Austin does that, too. So, like, a bunch Fuck of people Austin, from, bro. yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my favorite bombs that I ever saw all time was when an L.A. comic went to Memphis. And uh, or she went to Nashville and then decided to just dip her toe into Memphis for a second because she heard there was a brewery show. And she did the brewery show dressed as Elvis in front of all white people. And then she goes, hey, is there an open mic after this? I go, yeah, there is. It's at a Slice of Soul Pizza. It's an all-black uh, pizza joint. Oh, Slice of Soul. Uh, yeah. Need yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, there's a great house band that runs this mixed open mic. They got spoken word. They got all the stuff. Uh, there's this great band called Negro Terror uh, that, that is the back band. They're awesome. Uh, you may want to change because people in Memphis are still pissed about black guys in Memphis are still pissed about that Elvis shit, you yeah. know, because he stole, stole that a bunch of music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and she goes, "No, I think this is gonna be fine." And I go, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, and and I drive her over there and she goes on stage dressed as Elvis and normally if you suck at that mic uh Omar rest in peace he would bail you out he was he was the bassist and so you he would he would he would fuck around with you to like make it make it okay dead silence from Damn. everyone in the audience everyone in the band she's talking about how she got her masters and how she's polyamorous dressed as Elvis and Ten minutes of nothing, and Bro, you know you bumming when you hear somebody. You hear the bartender scoop the ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. Was that an ice scoop? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, ice scoop. Yeah, Man, I gotta get out. I gotta get out of here. Yeah, yeah, you hear that, bro? Just shaking the drink. Yeah, you hear the bottom, bro? You gotta get out of there, bro. Fuck, that's my time. She she ends her her uh set with. Thank you for letting me share your space. And then everyone busts out laughing. I got a question. Can you like, like, sometimes before I go on stage, I don't feel funny. So I try to be, you know, in my mind, I try to get my mindset to say, well, at least be interesting. I learned that from Ali Sadiq. That's tough. Have y'all ever felt like pulling up to the comedy club, you finna go in, you were like, you know what? Tonight is the night. I'm going to eat shit. Bro, that's every single night. I, for me. I work with him a lot. That's his dance. That's his dance before Here's the every thing. show. Here's how I trick myself into going on stage. I start at You Suck at Comedy about 20 minutes before the set, mm. and I work my way up to Everybody in the Room Already Hates You. You can say whatever, it's not going to change shit. Mm. So I just go up there and say fucking whatever because I figure I'm already at the floor. Right. Like, I'm already tall, awkward, white, and look vaguely like I'm about to start a mass shooting. Like, the deck <laughs> is pretty stacked against Bro. me when I walk into the building. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And like, it just goes kind of downhill in my mind from there. And then it's till you get the first laugh, and you're like, okay, well, at least it's not going to be crickets for the entire thing. Right. And less it is. I, and, yeah. I, I'm a former sports guy, so, you know, I have to I have to go in and, like, like I have my my whole ritual planned out before I hit the club, and then, you know, like fucking you know i'm i'm an energy sponge too so i have to step away from ben uh but yeah no i've definitely pulled up and been like dude this is not the one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i've definitely i've definitely been like tonight yeah uh well and i always feel like i'm due for one if i've had a string of good shows yeah, or like yeah, i've had yeah. i've had i've had a good month you know and, and yeah, like yeah, it, it goes back to the baseball pitching thing you know like i've been 
been seven and zero oh in 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 mm. May. Yeah, I'm gonna get fucking shelled tonight. Yeah, 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 <laughs> You're yeah. gonna get humbled soon. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. La- last night was the worst for me because I was put in an awkward position. Like we got there an hour first, and there's a table of like eight people who are eight of the twelve people in the room, but none of the eight people are in my demographic or have any shot at that. They're like old, good Christian people. Mm. And I'm just oh, sitting here yeah. praying that they leave before I get on stage. <laughs> I'm just like, just go. Just pay your check and go, bro. I don't care if it takes the room down to four people. Just yeah. please don't be here when I try to tell jokes because I don't want to like ruin people's evenings. Right. But I'm going to talk about little kids eating cum. And there's no <laughs> intersection. In the cupcake. Yeah. The cupcake joke is hilarious. So yeah. my next question would be like, were you in the crowd, right? And... Um, Let's say you, you you go up and you wreck shit, get off stage. Black woman comes up to you and she's on you like she she like she wants you. Yeah, I fuck her. Yeah, that's what I do this for. What the <laughs> fuck do you even mean? <laughs> yeah. What happens yeah. if you get the thing that you're trying to get? You, what, what are you even yeah, asking yeah, me yeah, right yeah. now? That happened to me yeah, at Phil and Derek's the first time I did a weekend there. For real? Yeah. Right. The second I got off stage, the shit was like oh, the Cougars. Oh, the Cougars in Phil and Derek's are very aggressive. Dude, Super the, the aggressive. Cougars. The Cougars at comedy shows because they'll have one or two more glasses of wine and then they start touching you. Like, like they're like, you are so funny. And I'm like, you have the small of my back right now, yeah. like a frat boy. <laughs> like, yeah, like, man, like, right. yeah. Why are you not intimidating me? I'm a six foot five, 285 pound dude. Like a real cougar, though. Like the one yeah. that has her own Amazon Prime account. Yep. With all her grandkids <laughs> on it. Like a real cougar. Like you get to her house, she got obituaries on the nightstand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a Do you mind if I drive your old ex husband's Lincoln? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, deceased like, husband. He's not yeah, an ex. Uh, yeah, man. Like the one you killed. Yeah, <laughs> um, I had man, I had a white cougar man. Yeah. She was at the time I was like 20, 23, yeah. 24. She was forty seven. Yep. And um, I was a fitness coach, and that's that's one of the most uh, horrendous industries oh. out there is the fitness industry. Yeah. Everybody fucking everybody. Yeah. So Them I'm, and a, restaurant I'm a broke workers. college student, bro. So. I'm taking all I can get. You know, she offering she offering rent payment. I'm like, hey, I, got, I need that. Yeah, yeah. I gotta have that. Like, I yeah. every day she come in to work out, I, I trick myself into saying that she looked better than she looked the day before, it was just so I can do it. <laughs> yeah. So um, we go out. She takes me out to um, Texas Roadhouse. I was this was uh, up in uh, get them I was training in Willis. Did she, she lived in did Cumberland. she want to turn it in a te- into a Texas road home? Yeah, man. <laughs> listen, so I get in there. No, actually, it was salt grass. Yeah, okay, it was <laughs> salt grass. So I get to the house and we take off in her Jaguar, right? She yeah. think this is a fucking stupid ass exotic car, right? I'm like, it's a Jaguar. Relax, you know. And uh, she takes the top off and shit. So we drive. She like, you want to drive? I'm like, yeah. She like, I don't know what music you want to listen to. I cut that bitch right to 97.9. Yep. You know, so she was like, oh, okay. Can't stop, one right. stop. You know, she had that bitch on like Bon Jovi or some shit. <laughs> so we go, we leave Saltgrass, and um, she gives me head in the car. Like we riding down the highway. Like, oh, she trying to let me know she still got her youth. 
Yep. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mad. I ain't going to turn that down. No, I am every saying. single time. I cannot multitask. We going to die. Yeah, so. <laughs> you so, cannot suck my dick while we drive, so period. I'm a, black, I'm a black man driving the drop top down in Conroe, so I'm going five miles an hour. Anyway. <laughs> 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 yeah, with a white woman next to me. Nah, bro. I ain't, I ain't going over 10 miles an hour, bro. Yeah, this is not nah, happening. Nah, bro. Not in Moco, bro. Not in Montgomery County. Yeah, yeah. So, boom, we get to the house and... Uh, I remember she had like this pool. She asked me, said, you want the pool, the jacuzzi, or the or the bed? And I'm like, shit, man. I got I got to pay rent. So I'm, I'm just trying to get this shit over with. I said, the bed. I was like, ah, oh, you're such a uh, party pooper. <laughs> shit like that, you know? So, boom. I'm, I'm in the room. She goes to the bathroom. I'm in the room. I'm rubbing my hands together. I'm I'm butt-ass nigga. I don't know about y'all, but I fuck nigga. I take my hair cut off, sit it on the nightstand. <laughs> I got a fuck nigga. So she comes in the room, and I got my shit out. And she looks at me. She said, oh, my God, you're huge. I said, I am? Because black women ain't going to give you that no, kind of credit, bro. Black women ain't going to do that. Like, dick be in the black woman lungs. She just <laughs> <laughs> trying to breathe and take dick at the same time. <laughs> you ain't going to give you no credit. No, you know? no, 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 no. So boom, I you know uh, we doing it or whatever, and I'm I'm hitting her from the back, and she says, "Ow!" I have never heard of "ow." Oh. <laughs> so I was a little confused. I'm like, I don't know if I'm finna catch a charge or guess <laughs> <laughs> I just gonna catch this nut. You know what I'm <laughs> but then she um she wanted me to like uh like fuck her face. Yeah, never had that before. Yeah. I'm like, and then I I'm like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm I'm a country boy, man. Like a woman is considered in the country, a woman is considered like a gym. Yeah, you, you, you respect like it, to be right? respectful when you fuck. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So she's like, "No, fuck my face," <laughs> and like I'm like, "No, nah, I can't do that. Like, like that's disrespectful." She was like, "Okay, well, I fuck my own face." So uh, I'm gonna see how this shit finna work out, bro. She did that shit, bro. Like when she got up, it was it was like snot eyes, yeah, mascara everywhere. Yeah, like it was like, oh, okay, cool. Boom, double back the next week or two, two weeks after that, run into a black cougar. She giving me some head. She sucked my whole dick and licked my balls at the same time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So all that confidence I just got from the white lady. It's gone. It's gone. It's disappeared. She told me I uppercutted the black lady. Like, Don't do that shit no more, bitch. You, you ruined my shit. I thought, I thought I was out here doing something. Where is your esophagus, bitch? Like, uh, yeah. So I got I to gotta, I gotta give y'all credit, man, because you know how they always say, uh, what the shit called when they say white people steal shit from black people? Cultural appropriation? I I guess so. Doing Culture business. Yeah, <laughs> cultures, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So we stole something from y'all recently. I don't know if y'all been paying attention to it, but who Six that? inch shorts. Yeah. Who yeah. Shorts? <laughs> <laughs> you took our 1970s. We stole it from y'all, bro. Oh, man. So everyone's been stealing that from me, all right? As yeah. as a Mississippi. <laughs> like, actually, that's my shit. As a Mississippi frat guy, I know that goddamn uniform, all yeah. right? I remember I moved I moved to Montrose, and I saw a bunch of gay guys wearing, wearing Mississippi frat boy short shorts, mm. and I was like, Fuck, that's our thing. Y'all are supposed yeah, to wear yeah, like yeah. glitter and shit. Yeah. And like, yeah. Ours is ours is ridiculous. Yeah, shorts like that. And now, dude, watch it. Everyone's like, I gotta wear my chubbies now. Yeah, <laughs> Hoochie Daddy shorts, man. That's the black version of the the five inch, six inch shorts. And like, I'm like, I remember it was a time, like uh, mid, like 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 2006 to yeah. like last month. 
<laughs> white boys was always known, man. White boys wearing them liberty ass shorts. Like literally, <laughs> at first it was called white boy shorts. What the fuck you doing with the white boy shorts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We from the country, so we been rocking above the knees, like with the yeah. with the loafers and the collar shirt. It's just a country boy thing, right? Yeah. Like it's like you yeah. said, right? Yeah, that's country. Yeah. So you want to show I, you? I, a man I've always of me? been comfortable wearing it. So we he was fucking me about me. You got the white boy shorts on. You got the white boy shorts. I'm like, bitch, I'm comfortable. I'm out you. Yeah. You know, now it's coming and. One thing I learned when we were watching the white boys wear those shorts, they didn't give they didn't give a fuck how they were built. No. Like, they didn't give a fuck about their body type. No. And they just throw them hoes on. Dude, those, little toothpicks, those little those little toothpick legs and, yeah, and where they were kind of baggy now, and short. And then the real fat guys like me with the with like come on, dog. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you need you need don't yeah. show your knee if you're gonna be fat and have like psoriasis i don't know like yeah but yeah. fuck that they don't give a fuck you know what i'm saying like and so like now we, we're having this issue with like black masculinity you know with like man what them y'all y'all me and related to college if who's your daddy y'all y'all gay <laughs> like bro you if you got pe teacher legs just say that bro <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you scared to you know get all the way out there just say that the women love it i don't give a fuck what y'all got going on yeah. women say they like it Men must follow suit. Yep. If a woman says she likes something once, I'm gonna do it for the next 36 years. Yeah, that's what my life has proven to me. Like, yeah. if I think it'll up my chances of getting laid by a degree of a degree, mm-hmm. like that's that's yeah. a game plan. Bro. We, women never really, uh, women never really like <laughs> push for the the man purses. Like mm-hmm. they weren't, they weren't really fucking with those. I kind of wish but, they would, but men the did stories. it anyway. They were like, "Nah, fuck that. We all some bad bitches." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, like, yeah. So, but the hoochie daddies, they, but women are perverse though, right? So they, they want to get to that dick just as quickly we get to the pussy. Mm-hmm. So, so this is our mini skirts. Yeah, uh, basically. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I lay down some nice and uh, act like I'm sleeping. My old lady start pulling them off. I just raise up a little bit, you know. Trying to <laughs> arch your back a little, arch your my back a little bit, you know. What I'm saying? Like, that shit feel good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Sometimes you gotta let somebody make you feel special, man. Like, oh. Like I feel wanted. Yes. Point, you right. don't always want to have to be the hunter. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But I don't want to like like if you gonna hunt me, hunt me all the way. I, like I want to almost feel like I'm getting raped. <laughs> like I want to almost feel like this shit ain't right. Like you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Like. That's some dark shit, but nah, no, nah, 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 nah. one of the hottest things that chick ever did is like it was like four o'clock in the morning. We both dead ass asleep. She just woke up and started fucking me. Like I woke up to my dick in her mouth. I'm like, this is the best alarm clock. <laughs> Technically, there's no consent, but whatever. Like, we here now. Like, Soon she get done, she finished drinking that sweet tea. <laughs> oh. <laughs> man, I wish I could have a single day in my life where I didn't remember how big of a whore my ex was. But <laughs> oh man, it was bro. 2015, and I don't see one coming anytime soon. Ah, yeah, that that that'll develop trust issues right there. If I'm really honest, in my most vulnerable moments, if you told me right now that I could make her famous as the sweet tea girl, but I don't get to be famous, I would take that deal in a heartbeat. <laughs> if I could just destroy the rest of her existence just and make Kim, her Like Kim Kardashian. Yeah. 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 You seen that shit when her son saw the fake porno of her? Oh, yeah. She no, looked devastated. the Ray J porno? Yeah. Fuck, her kids. Son, it's a little kid <laughs> video game. Um, uh, I don't know. It was Roblox. Roblox. Oh shit! And Why do I know shit that? popped up on his iPad, <laughs> and it was saying uh, sex tape leak of Kim Kardashian, and he oh. was like, "Mommy, mommy, you seen this?" And yeah, 
fuck. Yeah. It sucks when you have to be sad for Kim Kardashian's trauma. I yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I don't, I'm not a fan of Kim Kardashian. I still don't. I still don't envy having to have that discussion with your kid too young. You know, mm-hmm. like like yeah, like if I when, I when I have kids, I don't want to be like that. I don't want them to know like yeah, daddy like getting his ass ate in his twenties. You know, yeah. uh, like yeah. like yeah, we'll we'll discuss that. We won't even discuss that until like we're older and have a couple of beers. You know, yeah. and then, like I feel know. like a like a black or Hispanic mom would have kept it real though. Like yeah, mommy was sucking dick on camera, and you don't do that on camera. <laughs> yeah, it's a lesson here. Make sure nobody bring their phone in the room. Yeah, yeah. The best part about that whole tape for me is it did something very important, like culturally, like it took Ray J from being Brandy's brother. And made Brandy Ray J's sister. <laughs> oh shit. shit! Yeah. Oh shit! That's heavy. Yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, that's heavy. It's been oh, a complete shit. flip since yeah. the sex tape. Yeah, Brandy kind of just ain't no more episodes out. of Moesha on. Like, nah, bro. Oh shit! <laughs> ain't no more UPN to bail out. I feel like y'all should uh, remake Home Improvement. But like <laughs> <laughs> me as a coked up with, Tim Allen with, and his with, is the, a dude with, with the, the with the spike in real estate right now, yeah. I feel like y'all two shot some content like some home improvement shit, but like yeah. not home improvement. Like I don't know. Like if you just went to other fucked up houses, pulled pieces off their houses and <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go the whole way. Like you wanted ah, to teach him I'm how to Will, strip copper wiring from meth. Yeah, exactly. You gotta have his desk in it though. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't everything we do. My y'all gotta do. Y'all gotta like home improvement. I don't know what I don't know what kind of name I could come up with it, but if y'all just set up cameras and talk about random ass tools and shit, oh bro, yeah. people would. People this is would. not the show I expected you to pitch. <laughs> now, this home year, improvement. This year's a miter saw, and it can be used to steal uh, catalytic converters. Yeah, like, <laughs> shit like that. Like, bro, that. People would tap in and that yeah, shit, bro. Uh, Oh. That shit would go. That that shit would be dumb. Like I would. That's some shit. That's the kind of type of comedy I like. The original shit. Yeah. All right, man. We've been talking for an hour. Uh, this, we usually cut it around here. I'm glad that you pitched a show for us. Yeah, yeah. We got to learn about your uncle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, where can we find you on the internet uh, and uh, social media and all that? You got any upcoming dates you want to promote? Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, you can find me on uh, all social media at Rambo2Funny. That's R-A-A-M-B-O, the number two funny. Uh, my next show is actually fuck, in Houston at... Damn. If you follow me on social media, you'll you find see it, it on my You'll page. find the calendar. Um... Fuck, when is that show? I actually got a show at a poker, new poker room. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Monty. Uh, Me and Monty, yeah. Mm. I thought, um, God, I can't remember his fucking name. Well, yeah, I appreciate y'all for Des White. Is Des White running that? I'm not sure. Oh. I know Des White was running a show at a poker room last month or something. Keisha talked about it. Like People are trying to get it there, but I will tell you as somebody who's done five poker room shows... People who are there to play poker don't give two fucks about comedy. I feel. I think we've talked about this before. It's kind of like performing at a strip club. Like they're yeah. not. They're not here for the comedy. I've done jokes in strip clubs, bro. Me too. Yeah, did you do the fun. one in like Deep Ellum in Dallas? Uh, mm-hmm. I did it in Houston on the north side. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Where can they find you, Will? They can find me at Will underscore Loden on Instagram, William Lynn Loden Jr. on Facebook, and at GunsAndLiquor.com. Yeah, yeah. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Very Dark Comedy. Thank you for coming out, Rambo. Hopefully, we get you back in a few months to do this again. Yeah, yeah.